Adrian Mateka is the author of three poetry collections, The Devil's Garden, Mixology, which was a winner of the 2008 National Poetry Series, and The Big Smoke, forthcoming from Penguin in 2013. He is the recipient of two Illinois Arts Council Literary Awards and fellowships from Cave Canem and the Lannan Foundation. His work has appeared in American Poetry Review, The Best American Poetry 2010, Plowshares, and Poetry, among other journals and anthologies. He is a visiting writer at Indiana University Bloomington and co-directs the River Sticks Reading Series. Welcome to The Poet's Weave. I'm Romaine Rubinis-Dorsey. On today's show, Adrian Mateka reads from his new collection, The Big Smoke, which examines the history and mythology of the first African-American heavyweight world champion, Jack Johnson. Johnson was a true American creation, and Mateka's collection follows the prizefighter's journey from child of emancipated slaves to the most coveted title in sports through the multi-layered voices of Johnson and the women he loved. Mateka's book is part historic reclamation and part interrogation of Jack Johnson's complicated legacy, one that often misremembers the magnetic man behind the myth. Race Relations The president of Talladega College said it was better for me to have beaten Jeffries and let a few coloreds be murdered in the riots than for me to lose and allow their spirits to be killed. I quit fifth grade to load cotton steamers, and even I know the spirit is no good without the body. All that violence, just because my black fists were too many for a pair of white fists. If they had any manhood, these people wouldn't fight at all. The truth is, whites are supposed to know better on general principle. The fellows making trouble over my victory at Rio didn't have anything to do with it, and they don't have any class. If they knew the real Jack Johnson, they'd behave themselves just like he does. Ticket on the Titanic Ed and I had no intention of missing the maiden voyage of the finest ship built by man. But Captain Smith drew the color line almost as quickly as Tommy Burns did. I expect the line from a frightened prizefighter, but an English sea captain? He should be more principled, especially after I offered 4000 for each ticket. Of course, that line kept me from fighting for Edda's space on the lifeboat when the iceberg hit. That is a fight you can bet your last copper I would have won. But even after all the offense I suffered and the indignity of being refused passage, I would have never danced the Eagle Rock after all those people drowned. Chicken and other stereotypes. The officer said, Darkie, where's the chicken? And started inspecting the seats of my automobile before I could say anything. It was another one of those cold Chicago days, and me and Etta were standing in the middle of Wabash while the officer slapped the flyer seats with his straightening club. Now, I'll be the first to admit my automobile has plush seats, but not plush enough for a chicken heist. Like I would stash a stolen hen where I sit. Where I come from, folks name their fowl and talk about those birds like old friends. I offered to pay a fine, but the officer, his club dangling from his wrist like an extra arm, wouldn't hear any of it. He saw I had a money roll the size of a teacup bulging my waistcoat, and he still kept searching. Finally, I told him, Mr. Officer, please understand, no stolen chicken has ever passed the portals of my face. Those chickens see the gleam in my eye, and they keep out of my way. Verdes il Travatore. The first time I heard the aria, it was like sunup after the great storm. 
the woman's voice rising, then rising more as if the one of it all wouldn't allow her another breath. Like road work when you've punched yourself out, like Tommy Burns catching my gut hook, like the first I saw of Etta, like the sound of the crowd in Reno when Jeffries couldn't go on, like going up the steps to the Café du Champion after the crash of gunshots in Etta's room, like finding Etta on the floor, halo of blood getting bigger by the minute, like the nurses not nursing but crying and pointing at the gun still hot in Etta's own hand, like realizing Etta's still breathing, whispering a libretto on the heels of her last breath, you did this, Papa. You did this. You've been listening to Adrian Mateka on The Poet's Weave. I'm Romaine Rubin Estorsi. You can visit The Poet's Weave online at wfiu.org slash poetsweave.